Welcome to the Be Your Own Muse podcast. I'm your host, Katie Skinner. It is my hope that through listening to my voice, you feel empowered to find, strengthen, and express your authentic voice. You don't need another guru, mentor, or expert telling you how to live your life. You simply need to trust yourself and shine your authentic light. Through listening to my stories, tips, tricks, and perspectives, you'll be able to find the inspiration within. Everything you need is already within inside yourself to get inspired, raise your vibration, change your life, and uplift those around you. If you're feeling powerless, overwhelmed with industry advice, and feeling like your thoughts don't have a place, it's time to turn that around. It's time to be your own muse. Hello, 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 everybody. Hello, beautiful people. It's me. It's Katie Skinner. How the heck are you? It's come, it's, 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 it's been a lot, you guys. <laughs> I've come a long way. Um, this podcast has been something that I've been saying that I've been doing for a very, very long time. Um, it's been that thing in the back of my head for almost a full 365 days now. Um, that thing that you're like, yeah, 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 I'm recording a podcast. Oh yeah, I'm recording a podcast. Oh yeah, I have a podcast in the works. Um, for those of you who've been following me on social media for a while, um, you are no stranger to this. You know, I think about once every couple of months I'll say, oh yeah, that podcast is coming. Mm -hmm, Yeah, totally. Um, and you know, If you are familiar with the creative process, if you find yourself a creator yourself, um, you will find that these little things tend to happen when you start to show that you are serious, right? Um, A technical issue, a life event, something will happen and it'll throw a curveball in your way. Um, And that's a little bit exciting to me because I get to show up and I get to say, okay, uh, (laughs) I'm serious about this. And it's really true what they say about the little things that show up to distract you from creating this thing that you are meant to create. Um, I believe in my heart of hearts that I am meant to create this podcast because trust me, I've asked myself about 5,000 bajillion times. um, What's the point? Why am I creating a podcast? Aren't there enough podcasts? What's the point? What do I have to say? I'm just a kid, right? Um, I've been through this over and over again, and it's happening, guys. Uh, I am making a podcast. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, so, yeah. Um, those little things are simply reflections and causes for pause for you to stop and reflect about your own beliefs, about your own capacity to build a podcast, or whatever it is that you're working on. Do you really think that you can create this podcast, do you really think that you can overcome all these little technical difficulties that are always going to show up when you have your creation live? When I have my podcast live, I know that I am going to, I know (laughs) for sure that I am going to be experiencing so many other technical difficulties. Um, I know that there's a lot of work ahead of me and I've bumped into all of it and I've let it made me feel defeated before, but no friends and family time and time again, I have come back to this podcast and I am determined to make this happen. And I hope that there's anything 
any of you out there feel like you want to create something, if you feel inspired to get something out there, just know that every little um, technical issue or every little um, slowdown or whatever, every little detour, I want to say that you need to take to get yourself up and going with creating the thing that you want to create, just know that it's an opportunity for you to reflect on the internal beliefs that are going on in your head. Um, so for example, anytime that I came across a technical issue with creating this podcast, uh, in other words, I needed to, um, learn how to do something that I didn't know before, learn how to use a specific piece of equipment or a specific program, or I needed to learn how to do graphic design. I needed to learn how to, you know, whatever. Um, that was an opportunity for me to reflect on my belief that I wasn't smart enough to figure this out. Um, or that there was no point. It wasn't worth the trouble. Um, and I was consistently telling myself, you are not worth the trouble, your dreams, your vision, your hope, this thing that I just kept telling myself, oh, it's a silly little hobby. It's a silly little hobby. Well, you know what they say, don't give up on a thing that you can't go a day without thinking about. And for me, that was this podcast. I could not stop thinking about it. Despite all the evidence I had that it could have been a waste of time. It could have just been a silly little something. I I'm here. <laughs> I've worked through so many limiting beliefs. Um, I get to be here. I get to create whatever I want. And the same is true for you. So I created this podcast because I felt like I had a message to share. And like I said earlier, anytime some limiting belief came up where I was just better off quiet, better off silent, what's the point? It sounds like a lot of hard work. Um, who am I to start a podcast? You know, like I said, I work through all that stuff because this is something that I truly want to do. And I believe that that is a good enough reason to do what you want, especially if maybe this podcast could help one person out there. Maybe one sentence of this entire podcast makes one person out there feel less alone. Um, and the concept of be your own muse is a really, it, it can feel very heavy. Um, I've often asked myself, well, who am I to deliver this message? Who do I think I am? What does this even mean? Why can't I want to talk about something else? Um, something that isn't so personal, something that isn't so um, life advicey, right? Um, for those of you who know, I mean, I, I've had my time uh, serving as a life coach, and that brought me a lot of joy. There was nothing that in this world that I can think of that I have spent my life doing that brought me more joy than than being a life coach, than serving in that capacity. However, it can feel very, very overwhelming because you can be constantly hit with these thoughts of like, well, who am I, right? Um, who do I think I am? Especially in this industry, in the self-help industry, you meet a lot of really good people. Like I said, I've been inspired by so many mentors. So many people out there have just really lit me up and made me feel like I had something to share too, which is essentially at the end of the day, the entire premise of this podcast. I want you to walk away feeling like maybe you have something to share too. And I want to share my story and finding my voice, right? Um, so like I said, I've just been spending so much time wishing for something quote unquote easier to share, something more simple to talk about, but nothing else gelled with me as well as the concept of being your own muse. It's not that I didn't want to talk about it. It's just that there was so much imposter syndrome over this simple little thing, right? It's my podcast. I get to talk about what I want. But like I said, in this industry, I have seen so many other um, speakers just 
step out of their boundary, I want to say, and really speak for other people. Um, really speak for you and like speaking over you and telling you how you should feel instead of allowing you to speak for that yourself. I think in the um, political arena and the social justice arena, I think that's a huge issue. It's a huge issue for speaking over um, marginalized groups of people um, in politics. Politics speak over people instead of asking them what they really want. This is not a political podcast. I'm just saying the current issue that I am seeing in this world is that people feel like their voices are being trampled on. Um, and the self-help industry can be really helpful for that. However, it can also really be detrimental to that because time and time again, there's another person popping up claiming to be an expert, telling you how to feel about something, um, claiming that they know you better than you do. And if this is not something that you feel like you've ever bumped up against, if you feel like this is not an issue of yours, um, you know, you do you boo, like keep at it. Like, I'm so happy for you that you didn't have to um, go down the dark hole of the, the, the darker side of the, um, self-help industry. That was just something that I felt like there was this need um, in the media world. We needed uh, more people to hold space for others instead of this whole industry can be a little bit like, ooh, look at me, we listen to what I have to say. And this it's a little ironic because right now I'm telling you and you're listening to me and you pressed play on this podcast and I'm so, so grateful for it. But I'm hoping that gives you a little bit of background on like the need that I felt in this media was me sharing the story of how I found my voice um, when I felt like I just was constantly trampled over. Um, I talked a lot growing up. I was a, definitely a talker, um, but it was an imbalance. It wasn't a strong, authentic voice that I was speaking. It was just um, what I will refer to in this podcast as talking out of your face. Um, meaning I was just talking out of my face. I was just making noises. I wasn't saying anything of substance. I wasn't helping anybody with my words. Um, but I really, really wanted to. When I grew up, I really wanted to be a therapist. I really wanted to be a social worker because I wanted my words to mean something to somebody. Um, and that was one of the biggest issues. So the intention of this podcast is just for me to explore, share my story, have some fun, get some type of media out there to be out in the world as something good that somebody can stumble upon and something that makes them feel better about themselves or the world around them. Because there is so much garbage out there. There are so many other things you could be listening to that would essentially lower your vibration, make you kind of feel like trash. Um, implant fear and limiting beliefs and scarcity mindset and all the things that we'll talk about on this podcast. Um, but I just wanted one thing out there for somebody um, to to listen to um, so that they could just feel a little bit more empowered. So I'm also going to say um, that all, insert all the disclaimers here on this podcast, right? I do not, and I never have ever claimed to be a medical professional. I've never claimed to know better than them. I've never claimed that what I'm saying is revolutionary. Um, although I do hope that it will give you um, a different perspective, I don't claim that it is revolutionary. I don't claim that I know better. I'm just a girl sitting on the floor in my studio apartment in Washington, D.C. with a pumpkin spice latte can uh, candle candle. I almost said calendar. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a pumpkin spice latte calendar. Um, okay. Just a girl 
pumpkin spice latte candle sitting on the floor, sitting between my two dogs, jazz and cornbread with um, a story to tell. Um, and if you gain something from it, I'm so, so thrilled to hear it. I don't do this. Um, I share this pretty frequently. I don't do this because I like to hear myself talk. Um, although I do believe that hearing yourself speak is very, very, very powerful. Um, that's an exercise that I want to get into that I want to share with you guys, one that's helped transform me. But I want to say, I do not claim that I know better than anybody. There are so many other thought leaders out there who are just as qualified, if not more than me to speak. Like I said, I'm just a girl who said that I was going to go for it, um, decide to start speaking my truth online. Um, and a lot of the times that it sounds like I'm giving advice is because I want my story to mean something to somebody else. I want to come from a place of service. Like I said, I'm not sitting here talking to hear myself talk. I'm sitting here talking because healing myself, um, healing a lot of the things that held me back in this world, a lot of the beliefs that are just junk that I feel like society has kind of planted in our brains, like, um, fears around money and fears around our body and fears around um, society and, and trying to do what we want to do with our lives and careers. There's a lot of fear implanted in our brains. And I decided to kind of rummage around the old um, kitchen drawer <laughs> of my mind and replace and reframe all the things that weren't serving me to live my best life, right? That's what exactly what I'm doing here right now. So if anything that I say sounds advicey or life coachy or therapisty, just know from the bottom of my heart, my intention is not to like diagnose or treat or tell you how to live your life. It is because I want my words to be of service and I want you to feel what I'm feeling. At the end of the day, all that I'm really sharing here is a story. That's it. It's just a story. It's not medical advice. It's not um, do this or don't do this because I think that there is a lot of that in my industry and there is a marketing strength to being a leader and saying do this, right? That's why so many leaders act like that. That's why so many leaders come from this imbalanced do as I say kind of mentality um, because it's very, very strong. There's a very strong marketing PR behind it. That's why so many people do it. Um, and if my podcast is less popular because I don't come from a dictatorship um, type of energy, then so be it because this podcast like I said, the words be your own muse have not been able to get out of my head for a very long time. I've wanted to name this podcast something else, but I just can't, you guys. So here we are. Um, I just wanted to share that little disclaimer and also kind of welcome you into my world as to why this podcast exists, why I insisted on bringing it up when I really am just a kid. Um, I'm 25 years old today. I really don't know that much, although I have made a consistent dedicated um, lifestyle for myself on reframing a lot of these limiting beliefs. Um, I used to think that I had to live a certain way. I used to think that I used to have to date a certain person and get married and have babies and live this way and have this job and believe these beliefs. Um, and I, at one point in my life, just said, hell no, I'm not going to do that because it doesn't feel good to me. It doesn't align with me. And whatever you're doing in your life right now, whether you're single or you're married or you have four kids, five kids, seven kids, one kid, none kids, um, four cats, 10 cats, like it doesn't matter. I want to make sure from a place of love that you hear my story and you 
check in with yourself. Um, is this coming from a place of authenticity? Is this what I really want to be doing? Is this really all working out for me in my favor? What decisions did I make that contributed to this, right? And taking full radical responsibility for your life and realizing that that's just it, responsibility. And with responsibility, you get to change anything, right? Responsibility means power. So when you have responsibility over your life, you also have power. And I just think that's really, really exciting. Um, so I didn't want to make this podcast super long, but I have lots of juicy episodes ahead of you guys, um, so that you can listen to them and dive deep. Like I said, if you ever have any questions, I want this podcast to be, um, interactive. If at any point you're listening to this and you're like, well, wait, I want to ask Katie a question. Don't be like, you can't, you know, um, just head over to my Instagram at Katie Skinner H. Um, you can send me a DM, you can comment, follow for more content if you're interested, but of course, no pressure. Um, generally the idea that I'm getting at here is I don't want to have this be kind of like, uh, mic drop podcast where I'm like, and that's the truth. <laughs> and then I walk away. I really want, not that there's anything wrong with that. There's a power to that, like I said, um, but I really want this to be more interactive. I really want this to be, um, you know, if you have any questions, I'm, I'm here for you. If you have any comments, if, if you had any experiences come up, but you know, if this is just for your listening pleasure, totally cool too. Um, I do want to share one story about um, Be Your Own Muse before we sign off. Just a little little story um, that might relate to some of you and might give you a better insight on why I decided to call this podcast Be Your Own Muse or where that concept came from. Um, so generally speaking, by and large, um, the biggest thing ever that got me excited and up off my butt um, in my life, when I've had to make all those big scary decisions like quitting my job or moving um, or telling my parents that I was a life coach <laughs> instead of um, a normal person at a normal job, um, all these little things, um, I found that the biggest source of inspiration was the words that came out of myself. Um, and that's not because I'm a genius and I'm the most inspirational person in the world. I'm saying that because you are a genius and you are the most inspirational person in the world to yourself. There is nothing else out in this world that's going to click in your mind the same way that what you can tell yourself. Like those little pep talks that you might give yourself subconsciously are the most powerful pep talks that you can ever give. Um, that's because our brains hear ourselves differently. Um, we don't have blocks up when it comes to us talking to ourselves. Everything that we say out loud, our subconscious mind takes as truth. So keep that in mind when you're talking shit or when you're talking um, poorly about yourself um, or your job or your life, your brain just agrees with everything you say. Um, so that being said, whenever you speak out loud about yourself and you tell yourself the truth, just know that that is the most powerful thing that anybody can say to you. So, okay, back to that little story. Um, when I was um, in middle school and high school, I went to a private school. I lived overseas in Bogota, Colombia. Um, that's in South America. That's in that mountainous region of South America. Um, it's not very tropical. It's like pretty cool, like fall weather all year round. Um, it doesn't snow. 
doesn't get super hot. Uh, it's just like I said, it's fall all year round. I lived there for about um, six years total of my life. Um, so yes, I do speak fluent Spanish, um, but that's just because I lived overseas and I was forced to adapt to this new culture. Um, so anyway, I went to private school um, and I, by and large, felt like my social interactions were very, very shallow. I felt like I was constantly, my voice, the things that I actually felt and what I actually wanted to do was, were consistently being stomped on. Um, and that's why, like I said a little bit earlier, I can talk a lot. And that's because I felt like my growing up in my childhood, my voice was being stomped on so much. I was being silenced. And even if I was talking, I was, like I said, talking out of my face. I wasn't talking from my belly, right? Like my truth, like all the way down from the core of the earth, all the way through um, my throat, out into the world. Um, for those of you into meditation, I think that's a visual that a lot of people do is like imagine just the truth from the earth coming out through the body and out of the mouth. But if that doesn't resonate, don't worry about it. You have no idea what that means. Don't worry about it. Um, but basically, I wanted to distinguish the difference between talking from your face and talking from your belly. Talking from your belly implies like a fundamental truth from your soul, from your being. Um, and talking out of your face, like I said, is like making noises at another person for sake of a conversation. So day in, day out, I was talking out of my face. Um, and I was just consistently telling people I was fine when I really wasn't. I wasn't fine. Um, I was hurting inside. I was the loneliest I've ever felt in my life, despite the fact that like everybody at that school knew my name because it was small and I was one of the very few American girls at that school. Like I said, it was overseas. Um, I just felt awfully, awfully, like traumatically alone. Um, and... I dealt with some mean girls, um, you know, I got picked on a lot, um, I, even some frenemies, definitely a lot of frenemies, uh, and that's, that's, you know, I'm talking that up to being pretty normal, right? That's pretty normal, um, when it comes to those years of your life, uh, if you are one of those special people that did not have to go through something like that, um, you know, I'm happy for you. Uh, but for those of you who have, I think that those experiences definitely make us stronger, more interesting humans. Um, so anyway, that, that was just kind of was my life for a solid, uh, probably eight years. Um, you know, like the, the middle, uh, middle school, high school time, even some elementary too. Um, so, um, <laughs> one day, I, I mean, I would, I would come home every day feeling like actual garbage. Um, I felt like I needed to come home and find something to make me feel better about myself. Usually that was food or I also developed a pretty gnarly, um, eating disorder and exercise addiction. Um, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, that's how you deal, right? You, you turn to food for comfort or, um, you know, just interesting things happen when the subconscious mind and the body really need, um, comfort. Um, that's when some really interesting habits can be picked up. Um, so one day I find myself coming home, throwing my backpack on my bed, um, in my apartment, uh, in Columbia on the eighth floor. I remember this very well. Um, and I come home, throw my backpack on my bed, um, and 
I actually sit down in front of my mirror without even thinking like this isn't conscious you guys I sit down in my mirror and I think I'm like brushing my hair right maybe that part was conscious I'm brushing my hair in front of the mirror um and I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I just this is the part that's unconscious that I didn't realize that I was doing it just started happening I just started talking to myself I started asking myself how was your day Katie and then me at myself was like you know it actually wasn't so good Oh, okay. Yeah. Tell me more. Um, you know, I had a friend who made some comments about like the weight I put on over Christmas break and just really mean and really unnecessary. Um, she also made some comment about how my backpack this year isn't new. It's the same one from last year. Um, and that just really made me feel really shitty about myself. And, um, it made me feel embarrassed and humiliated and I don't know. And then what I said again unconsciously back to myself in the mirror after this conversation was kind of going on for a little bit. Um, I was talking to myself in the mirror, which at the time, if your life was anything like mine, probably the age 15, I think is when this was, um, that's humiliating. I mean, as adults now, I think maybe we can all admit that we talk to ourselves sometimes, maybe a little bit, but as a teenager, that's humiliating. Like admitting that you just like sat, you sat down and like talked to yourself and oh my God, it's already been 45 minutes. Um, now in retrospect, I know that if you sit down unconsciously and talk to yourself in the mirror for 45 minutes, you needed to do that. That was you, that's what you needed to have to heal. That was your medicine. Um, that was definitely my medicine. I needed to sit down authentically with somebody one-on-one -on -one and just start talking and say how I really felt about what was going on. I had no outlet, um, no outlet at all. Um, so, you know, there I was sitting on the floor front of the mirror I'm now in this like 45 minute deep conversation with myself honestly probably one of the very first deep conversations I've had in my life um and what I say in response back to myself was well you know Katie maybe you need to have a little bit of compassion on her um because her mother um never taught her how to respect herself so she's probably just frustrated that, you know, you don't seem to subscribe to the same standards of beauty and fashion that she does, because that's all she's ever known is this environment of pressure. Um, it might've not been that eloquent. It might've been in more 15 year old speak. Um, but I remember just walking away from that conversation, like, wow, that really filled me up. Where did that even come from? You know, I, I just heard that from nowhere. Um, and that was the piece of advice, I guess, that changed my year, <laughs> changed my perspective on high school. It, and it became a habit, me with my little talks with myself, right? Um, and that's what got me through high school, uh, was my silly little secret, something that I did for years. Um, I think maybe about a year and a half, actually. Um, and... I actually, they actually stopped, the little conversation stopped um, when my boyfriend, my high school boyfriend and I were going through a rough patch um, and I knew deep down that this relationship wasn't serving me. It was not forever. Um, and I stopped having those conversations with myself because I couldn't face myself. Um, I didn't want to be alone. I didn't want to break up with him. I was too scared of being alone. Um, and I didn't want to look in the mirror. And of course, um, you know, and he started to put me down a lot. Uh, he started to comment on my weight. Um, 
see, also, here's the thing. If I look back at pictures of myself from age 15, 16, I was not fat. I mean, even if I was, like, it doesn't matter. But I remember, I just have this memory. Because I allowed other people to tell me who I was and what I looked like and how worthy my body was, I have this image in my head that I was like, severely overweight at age 16. And I wasn't. In fact, like if I look at old pictures of myself, I can like, you can like see my collarbones and like my legs were so skinny. And it's just wild. It's wild what the perspective of other people can do to our memories, right? Um, so anyway, I wasn't able to face myself. Um, but then of course the universe has a way to provide and to set things back in order for our highest good. Um, and we ended up breaking up um, for causes outside of myself. But I knew that that's what needed to happen. Um, so the whole point of me telling you that story, <clears throat> excuse me, was not, um, well, was to say, like, you need to set the vibrational expectation of how other people talk to you by how you talk to yourself. Um, I actually found that that those conversations I had with myself have started to be mirrored in so many other relationships in my life. Um, just like that loving kind of, um, coming back home and, and, um, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> bonding, um, over, um, you know, bonding over, over how our days were like my relationships actually started to replicate that loving energy that I was giving myself. So they're not kidding. When people say, um, you know, how you love yourself is how you show the world to love you. Um, and also just like, I had no idea where that wisdom and com compassion and kindness, I have no idea where it came from. Um, but really in that moment was when I was my own greatest muse, right? Like I was a source of inspiration to myself for months and months and months at a time that I needed it the most. So there you have it. Um, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> um, because um, really that's all that I can speak on is my own experience. Um, I consider myself um, an expert on myself. Um, and I always advise everybody to do what they need to do so that they feel like they are experts on themselves. Um, that's about it for you it, for today, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for pushing play and listening today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something new. I hope you had an aha moment. Um, if so, leave me a review. I love hearing from you guys so I can keep the good stuff coming. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Katie Skinner H to let me know what you thought and comment, like, share, take a screenshot of this, post it on your story. Let me know because I love hearing from you guys. Have a kick-ass day.